the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, we are one week out from the election. One week out. Today is Tuesday, October 27th, final week of October. And this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Listen, it is so festive there. Stop in and see Rhode Island's number one garden center. You know, the weather is still nice. They have fantastic carving pumpkins. Sugar pumpkins, cornstalk, straw, gourds, large and small, fall arrangements and crafts, mums and kale. Stop it and see them right off of Route 4. It's 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They've had a tremendous year. Anyone that visits there, that's then the only place you go. That's just the way it is. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop in and see them. And the selection is fantastic. And again, look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And then also you can uh, go to the website. It's prmaterials.shop. So the election is week from today. Folks, um, obviously, you know, the president is going nonstop. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are are kind of saying that they're tired of the election and they're over. I, I actually think the president could actually that was a valuable two weeks to lose valuable two weeks to lose we know we know the media has been unfair of course they've been unfair but that was the president with the first debate and then the whole situation regarding that he had covid that that was a tough period of time um and also you know we're already seeing that the the early voting is a problem and it's it's no coincidence that they're trying to push through all the early voting because they're what's what's you know what's going on right now people all over the country are contacting the board of canvases and saying i changed my mind i i want to um i want to change my vote i voted early and i voted after the first debate but i saw the second one and you know now biden just doesn't seem up to it and that kamala harris is is so arrogant that i i want to change and and what are you going to do you can't change your vote or at least in rhode island you can't See, this is the I, I I don't like early voting. I've never been a fan of that. They have completely hijacked our system. And if anything, what I think it should be should be there's no early voting. There's just the election day. And then afterwards, you know, we're not going to maybe have a winner that night. But this, this whole business, they're voting so far out. Now, granted, that makes a lot more people vote, but there is we don't know about the fraud that's involved. And then suddenly now people are changing their minds. It's still fluid. Things are still coming out about Biden. Things are coming out about Kamala Harris was uh, Nora O'Donnell was right. One of the co-sponsors of the Green New Deal. And the enthusiasm for the president is tremendous. And he is out there and he feels good and the rallies are good. And he's got his new uh Supreme Court that she's going to be terrific ACB I'm glad that that happened and the president right now is determined and ready to get to work on four more years but now suddenly you have in some of the battleground states with all the early voting a lot of people are are saying they want to change their votes folks I I to me it's never been clearer as far as what what the choice is here 
Um, I know in 2016, you know, you're always hearing that it's the most important election of a lifetime. I think in 2016, I, I know that Joe Biden is not as unlikable, maybe, if you will, of Hillary. But uh, one thing we'll say about Hillary is she, she certainly wasn't asleep at the switch, right? Hillary was not. Hillary knew who she was running against, at least. You know, we can start with that. Not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where she whispers if, Trump. Uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Come on, he he doesn't even know who he's running against, and and that Nor O'Donnell questioning Kamala Harris, who just laughs at everything with that nervous laughter, and I. I I am just amazed that I, I recognize people have lost them. People don't know. I, I think this this election is going to go down for people regret voting early. This early voting thing, folks, you know, people change their not their mind. People absolutely have have changed their mind. And, and so the early voting I, I don't like. And they they have just gone too too light on Biden. The media has they haven't gone after him. They haven't. When I say go after him, it it's just it's so unfair. Just how much, um, I, we knew it was going to be biased, but it, it goes even more biased than we thought. Is the is the bottom line? I I don't know how else to. I mean, there's nothing about it that has been fair, even even if it was just like level playing field, or even if they just favored. Biden a little bit, but it's just, it's been so unfair. And it's one thing they want to go after the president. What I think is, is truly disingenuous is there are people that have voted already and will vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And, and let's be honest, they, they don't know about their record. They don't know how much the left is going to push their agenda forward on them. Um, and in, in, in that element, the media has really shrugged off their responsibility and they are not doing justice to the process they're just not folks this portion of the john DePetro show now listen who knows what the crowds how they're going to react afterwards right we're hearing about a lot of unrest we're hearing as you see the violence with the 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 protests that i cover and so forth people ask me you know how do you how do you go to that and i i get worried when i'm watching folks i stop by surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston so stop in and see them you can also look for them their facebook page <clears throat> and if you go to thepetro.com we have a direct link to their site but they have body armor they have pepper spray all sizes they have all kinds of ammo and food storage surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston they also have what they call a bug out bag which is like a you watch breaking bad a go bag and they'll also help you, by the way. You have your own personal backpack, good, great personal service. They'll help you go with there. It's it's friendly to women. There are women that work in there. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue and Cranston. Folks, they will keep you safe during this period of time of unrest. Stop in and see them. So the election, again, a week from today, I hear from so many of you of people that are voting early. Uh, some people may be doing mail ballots. A lot of people are voting early, though. And I think that is the way to go if you vote early. That way, um, 
it counts the same as voting on election day. I don't know what's going to happen on election day. I know a lot of people are waiting to vote on election day, but who knows what they have up their sleeve. I can tell you that locally, the big issue they're pushing for locally that they don't, that they want to pass is they want to change the name of the state. They want to change the name of the state. They want to get rid of Providence plantations. It's on the ballot. It's one of the questions. And they, if they rig the election locally now on anything, it's going to be the state name change. There's no way that the powers behind the curtain that be, if that were a fear vote, I don't think it would pass. But let's not get crazy when we start to talk about fear votes. Hey, folks, I also want to remind you about preferred towing. Preferred towing and recovery in Lincoln. You can call them at 401-725-8500. Owned and operated by Christine and Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. They get the job done safely, securely. Preferred towing. They also buy older vintage cars. You know, the one that's just been sitting in your garage. You're like, yeah, you know, it's a 57 Chevy and I'm going to restore it. And then you just, you didn't do it. Well, call preferred towing because they buy those types of cars. And it's just sitting there taking up space. 401-725-8500. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. Preferred towing, 401 725-8500. They're also on Facebook, and then their website is preferredrecovery.com. Again, they'll buy that old vintage car just sitting there in your garage or in the driveway. It's John DePietro, folks. We have Donna Perry, The Sun Chronicle, coming up. A lot more on the election, a lot more ahead right here on The John DePietro Show. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-336. 2110 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, F-H-W-A inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401 
521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. This winter, I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays, folks. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com and then if you ever miss an episode we have all different interviews all in library fashion if you will all characterized and uh, listed right there it's uh, terrific it's right under radio show on the website petro.com petro.com uh, brought to you by re coogan and heating well it's time for our uh petro debate with me is one of my siblings she happens to be a writer columnist for the sun chronicle it is uh, she has a background in both media and politics. It's Donna Perry and DJ. I want to start off. I'm very happy. You know, they can scream up and down about the president. But when all was said and done last night, he got his Supreme Court. And uh, boy, I think she's terrific and she's ready to jump into action. Yes. And great to be with you, J.D. Um, you know, just looking at what happened Monday night, Trump, there's no question um, he will go down as a president who has put his imprint on the U.S. Supreme Court, possibly greater than any president, John. That's right. Um, and when you look at also all within just a first term, um, to have her in, to now have, um, you know, really gotten in these several judges to the high courts, so it's very unusual in a first term, number one. But long after, you know, to have Amy Coney Barrett, who, by the way, by anyone's measure though is an absolutely extraordinary justice of high intellect i think her high integrity and character uh in my view was was very much on display and they were rather you know those hearings were very different from what we saw with kavanaugh i think you know covid and and all that just had a lot to do with that but you know what the seat opened they are constitutionally within their realm to do that. And they got it done. And I would say, to be fair, you know, it, it Mitch McConnell, Trump couldn't have achieved all this without the guidance and certainly the sort of strategic brilliance of That's McConnell. Right. I mean, this is his, his Senate legacy will be this. And, and, you know, he's been in the game a very long time, John, and he's watched the games that the other side plays and with legislation uh, and and pushing you know voters buttons on on issues that then end up with really bad policy in the United States. So I would just say to both of them, the legacy on shaping folks who speak viewpoint in the most critical area really is legal. You know, and rulings. another thing um, about McConnell, uh, DJ boy, he runs he runs a tight ship. Uh, word is bond, and think about it for all of the noise. And I mean, I. They were protesting downtown and Schumer, where are you going to block in the end? There they were last night at the White House and she's on she's on the court. 
Well, that's it, you know. Um, and the thing is, I, I, I also think um, rounding out his first term, like to have some have this imprint on the court long yep. after Trump's tenure, like that that will be yes. uh, for decades. I mean, she, Kavanaugh, they are fairly, you know, young. Um, so I, they, you know, she's there on there. And I also just want to give a quick, um, you know, I think Lindsey yes. Graham should be noted for his leadership. John, that Senate Judiciary Committee is Good where point. it all has to really happen. He was able to hold that down. Uh, very difficult. He's in a tough reelection race himself. So, but they got it. They got it done. And isn't that? I mean, she is on the court as now. Donna uh, Perry, let's go back to the debate Thursday night. Um, boy, I just wish that was the debate, the first debate. Now we've only ended up to this just two instead of three. Um, I think the president lost two valuable weeks with being sick with the COVID, but. Going back to the debate, yeah. um, I want to hear your thoughts. I just thought he was in his zone. He settled in. You saw why he's the president. Uh, and his people have no idea. His ability to listen and zero in on the moment with everything going on and that line about, boy, that's that's a big policy that we're talking about Biden with the oil. Even Kristen Welker, to me, as much as everyone gave her praise, I, I thought that was a weak moment because – she didn't fully bring that out the way it could have been. But I want to hear your thoughts about President Trump in the debate last Thursday night. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with everything you're saying. There's no question he was back in top form. Um, I think it proved he actually was not was yeah. feeling really not well that first debate. And I think you, could, you look back at the timeline. It's obvious. Um, but he has amazing stamina. But he was there. But but he was in top form. And you're right. I think the two of them together. It's just a vivid contrast of, uh, you know, you can have quibbles and like them or not like them, but this very dynamic guy uh, in every respect, and he's kind of got his hands on every issue, and then you just see this clearly very coach-scripted, um, you know, very nice man is Biden, but just, you know, you just don't see him be having being able to do that role. And in that debate, I just think that there were some significant gaffes. And you're right, when someone has to be that controlled and scripted, when he made the comment and about the oil industry, um, it, and again, they had to play a lot of catch-up after. Trump is always underestimated, J.D. He grabbed he that did. in two seconds yes. right on the stage. And before she could kind of like calculate what had just been said. I thought yes. that was so notable. And Trump said, oh, really? That's a really interesting yeah. statement you just made. You know, he and and I think it points up something else that has dogged Biden and really all of them through this whole year that this shows to me in that one second, John, it showed the box Biden is in that he's got this far left. They've had this what I've called an irrational attack on fossil fuels right. for a number of years. That That's yep. what that is about. A lot of their support, John, it's irrational. It's like gas is not like an evil entity, you know, and then this is this whole thing. They want to believe this. Um, there is a lot of evidence, that you, you know, oil, um, it, you need oil in the mix. So I think the fact that he said that it was very significant. And you know why Trump knew in one second 
And he's always on top of it. He said, gee, I think states like Pennsylvania and Oklahoma and Texas are very interested that you, you would destroy yes. the oil industry in the United States. And for, for all you the know, praise and, and he was he's, getting, right. I found Kristen Volker completely uh, – Tim Russ said years ago when he did a debate, I think it was with Hillary Clinton and Lazio when he, she was first running for Senate but in, in New York. But he would do – let's put it up on the screen. Here's what you said then. She seemed – she had nothing to back up. They were so quick to correct the president, but nothing to yeah. back up that in the past he had said he would be in fracking. And at the moment of truth, I right. found that's a big issue with some some key states, especially Pennsylvania, which they're saying is the state. And I found at the moment of truth, she was not prepared to push back either that or didn't want to reluctant, but did not push back on Biden and should have held him accountable. Right. And and you're right. And, and it, but it was an unguarded yes. moment. Very you're very right. Very revealing on her. It was unguarded and she wasn't prepared. It was almost like she had uh, who knows, like but she had a very strong sense of everything in his issue positions. They released that. So she was not clear. And she was unguarded. And she said, um, you would. Why? Like that did that sounded totally like you flat footed know, as opposed to uh, now, Vice polished, President Biden, this is significant. Yes. I'd like to hear why would you do, you know, the follow and lay it out like that. It was a quick, it was almost right. like she was annoyed. I want to hear some of your other thoughts because then I want to, I, I will share with you something that I thought also the media really gave Biden a pass on, but it was kind of insightful to me anyhow of just where he is. But let me hear some other thoughts. On well, I, yeah, I mean, I would say about the debate, um, despite that moment, I mean, I felt Kristen Welker. Uh, and maybe felt a little of the pressure from a lot of Trump's tweets ahead of time. I felt overall that she did a much more polished job. Um, it's a little more in the, in the NBC brand, I would say. Let's just put it that way, like a Lester Holt style for a lot of it. I mean, I think she she certainly upended uh, the Savannah Guthrie, which I thought was disgraceful and beneath, you know, an NBC moderator of, of the week before. So I thought that was kind of significant. Where else was, um, where else was and the again, you know, strong? So I, I do think, though, he overall just delivered more uh, cohesive arguments in saying these guys want to take a socialist approach to to many many issues and i think he he also just he kept within the format which some i think that was important for people to see uh and that was you know these optics matter with him um and i think he kind of has made the case that we're going to soon find out has been effective and he said they've been hijacked um by this socialist approach uh, and Biden tries to push it away but he's not effective mm. at doing that i think also i think a couple things one the president and zeroing in and you were there for eight years. You know, you say, oh, if once I'm president, I'll do this and that. And I actually that's my new favorite thing of yep. the president imitating Biden. Oh, what's up? Pre- you were there for eight years, Joe. Why <laughs> did you get it done in the eight years? True. The other thing I thought the um, Donna Perry that the media really gave Biden a pass on was Biden has not only been, quote, like in the basement. But to me, he is like back in April. I, he came out like to me excited saying and and we'll put a plexiglass in stores and and separate and and restaurants and stores need money for this type of thing and and that we were doing that in april like he's behind right he's we're living in almost november he's still living when you take someone you think about it when was the last time he was in a store 
when was the last time he was anywhere? They have literally had him like not just off the campaign trail, but almost in seclusion, That's... if you will. And I go back to you remember when they made a big deal about President Bush back in 90 or 91 about how he yes, he was fascinated right. by the scanner, but he had been vice president. He had not been in a grocery store. They don't do that type of thing. But to me, and then Biden also said, oh, and kids, I mean, they can't go to school. It's going to be distance learning. Well, again, that's, that's back in April and May. We're finding, as you and I have discussed, schools are not super spreaders. It's better for them yep. to be in school. And as Governor Amundo said, there's actually no difference between children at home, distance learning, being testing positive for COVID and children in school. No difference. So the kids should be there. Right. I, I thought not enough was made out of that because to me, it just shows he has really been in seclusion. He's not seeing life the way that we see it right now. That That's yeah. a great point, John. And and I, I, I wanted to note that you're right. Like, see, I think the COVID whole discussion has just been this one yes. note, this Good one point. track from the media that he keeps yep. reflecting like it's yes. last March. One you know, less um, when he's talking about the breakfast the table PPE and the whole thing, yes, and the PPE, oh and we've God. got to get John. The, he's it's like someone should tell him the kids are yes. actually in school and hybrid. Okay, people quibbled over that, but it's working. Um, the and you're right, glass, like in people that, were putting that up in May. Well, that what are that's, you talking? And he thought and it was right, and he's idea. saying. <laughs> Like, well, it's in October. It's Winkle. late October, Join and the schools win. Show. <laughs> That's God a great almighty. point. And and yeah, and and you know the the chips are gonna fall where they're gonna fall soon. But you're right. Like someone someone's oh, gonna rolling. have some yes. blame. Like whose strategy was to let him be <laughs> Rip yeah, Van Winkle? Time. And you're right. Like I thought that stuff too. I thought, what are you talking about? We need the money for the schools. It's almost yeah. November. Like I have a great in. idea. I think you should so. wear masks and, and we should distance. And <laughs> All right, folks, we're right. going to take a quick break. A lot more with Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 7801 MEGA MEGA professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work, you need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out, they send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today 508. 508- 336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508 508- Three three six seventy eight zero one. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. 
Heron will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730, 732-1730. You can find them online, letter J, jperrypaving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. What a difference it makes how aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J. Perry Paving, provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate, any project. What a difference it makes. You could have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done, seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them 401 732 1730. They're the best. 732 1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Maybe just thinking about it, this is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. Our segment is the Petro Debate with me. She is a uh, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. And I want to uh, get your thought, folks. Uh, Donna Perry has uh, great experience in both media and in politics, working both at the Rhode Island State House for Governor Kachiri and then also in Washington for First District Congressman Ron Makeley, who was then president of Bryant University. But I'd like to hear this whole 60 Minutes thing. Um, I, I think, you know, I. I saw the whole thing. I don't I want to hear your thought. I don't like the way they presented it. He's not wrong. Leslie Stahl did say to him, are you ready for some tough questions? Um, it, just her yeah. whole approach. And then they showed him getting up. But if you watch the tape that the White House released, it seemed like it was kind of wrapping up. I think they even said, listen, we have five more minutes that we want to get Pence in. So I, I thought, again, they have just had like, between Woodward and I, I took it as like a very unfair portrayal of he walked off the set. I, she was also denying. I didn't say that. I was gonna. He, he, she sat down and said to him, "Are you ready for some tough questions?" And it, to me, it's yeah. like, let me hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> well, I, I think once again, as you say, some of these um, long in the game is someone like Leslie Stahl. You know, she's long in the game, and I think someone like that is just not accustomed to having uh, a president and a major figure um, say, well, we're not going to do everything exactly the way you like it. And I think she came into it, you're right, with kind of this attitude of 
like, why do you need to open it with that? Like, oh, you're ready for some tough questions. I, I just think that, first of all, that's kind of arrogance on her part. And disrespectful. Um, and I think she. Right. I mean, come on. Right. The right. President you're talking about. I mean, you're I'll be in the you. White House. I would be irritated. You know me. I, if, if I ever sat down and someone's going to be ready for some tough questions. That would immediately strike me the wrong way, let alone if I was the leader of the free world. But to proceed. Right. And they're in the White House. And I think he was especially perturbed um, when I and again, I think it's a 60 minutes. It's it's kind of an old style that they have. You know, they're looking to have these kind of what they think are these um, provocative style stuff, John. They've done that for a very long time. And, um, you know, she I think she needled him what he what she claims ticked him off was she said why don't suburban women like you or or you're like begging for their to like you you know why do you have to do that um and and i think he was you know understandably he was kind of mad at that and and you know because there's a lot of like mixed evidence of that if that's actually right. true john Good point. you know there's all it, he wanted to say well that's what cnn yeah. says you know and he didn't want to throw in another network's name but I think that was part of it. Like he wanted to say to her, do your homework. That's actually not really necessarily true across the country. Um, so I think it was kind of that. Like th- those are not tough questions, John. Like half of it was anyone who watches CNN could have put together those little lineup of questions. I mean, and I think, again, um, he was right when he said, you know, you, you, you guys have never asked tough questions of Biden. And I think that was um, a point that kind of gets yes. under his skin. And he's not wrong. And and. and and yeah. he's not wrong. And so, you know, I think he just thought he saw the opening and he said, you know, we're all done here. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, on the flip um, side, Nora O'Donnell asked a very serious question to Camilla Harris. You can visually see yep. her mind is racing. Now, again, I'm just this is my opinion, not that of Donna Perry. I find her condescending to me, nervous laugh. Uh, and then actually saying, like, I think Mike Pence mentioned that, is if the mere mention of his name is now a punchline. But Nora O'Donnell said, oh, no, this is an independent organization, and you are the most liberal senator. And Camilla Harris, who clearly, deer in the headlights, didn't have a prepared answer or couldn't remember it, just gave this very mocking laugh. Like, I think Mike yes. Pence said that. As if, as if anytime you mention Mike Pence's name, you know, that's something you say when you're with Rachel Maddow and it gets a laugh. God, they're insulting. I, oh, my goodness. I can't well, stand these people. I, my I opinion. couldn't agree with you more. It, it, no, I, I actually think she came across. She's she she is this she way. Is. She's cocky. She wow. She's she, John, Ooh. to me, is a professional woman who's learned she can charm her way through. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Peggy Noonan had a great thing, our, our column on her. Uh, Kamala Harris has been like invented as if she is this large, you know, political figure. I, I think it can go for male or female. I think she's actually a bit of an empty yes. suit. Um, I don't think she's a serious no. person. Um, there's a lot of background on how she was elevated, you know, in California. But I thought that moment, that was a mocking yeah. laugh. It, it, it's really what it was. And by the way, Nora O'Donnell, those were not, those are basic are. questions. Um, and she seemed, I think it's shown a couple of things. It's shown how little they have been interrogated yes, by the press. Point. She was so not no. ready for it because they haven't had to do this 
because you've got this sort of one-sided coverage. Um, I mean, when has CNN done a serious Never. hitting interview with her? No. So I thought you, she, I agree with how she came off. I thought the laugh was weird. Um, she was mocking her and to give this like rambling answer of when she said, you're the most liberal yes. senator. And you're right. And that's the government right. tracking website. It's nonpartisan. It's like Congressional Research Service. They're nonpartisan. They throw up, here's the vote, here's yep. the position. I mean, and, and so, see, she was very thrown when she said, no, actually, this is, you know, not Mike Pence's You opinion. go back to, let's so, remember, she'd have failed run for president. By all accounts, the wheels came off pretty quickly. She had that one moment where she went after yep. Biden about that little girl on the bus was me type of thing. But her sister was running the campaign. People said you couldn't get her yep. on the phone. They were unorganized. It started off with a big crowd. That, that This is someone who, when you know, really pushed, was not up to it. She was not there at the end. That was Bernie still pushing Biden. And then Klobuchar came in and Mayor Pete. She was not part of the final four. And I think you're right. If you also noticed, Donna Perry, and early on, I was one of them, and you may have, but other people, I was thinking, once they get the VP, they're going to have them out there, and then Biden will be still, quote, in the basement. But they have, you don't see her out there a lot at all, and no. now I know why. She's very invisible also. She's not no. 78. And I, I would just say, talk about not seizing the moment. She was, oh, my gosh, you know, she was lauded like this great historic pick. J.D., that you can count how many times almost that they have been out since August. And and you're right, I think, though. But in that moment, I, I see a little bit of this, and I'm just going to say this, because you look at some of the Twitter comments. You know, we have reached a point where she thinks she plays a card. It's like, oh, here is this conservative-looking, you know, yes. white yeah. anchor. I'm, I'm sorry. That, to me, there's a lot of, like there's a lot of signs that they push around about that. Like, oh, you wouldn't understand my background. And she exaggerates as if she had a deprived background. I mean, her parents ended up at Berkeley and Stanford mm. as professors. So I would not hardly say, um, and good for them. But like she, she kind of plays a lot of cards around that. And I just think she looked unprepared. She's not used to hard interviews. They've hidden her. And you're right in a way because, uh, and I think she doesn't come off well. When she's Definitely challenged, not. Oh my um, goodness. you know, she, she clearly had practiced. I'm speaking, yes. I'm speaking, but oh, she did depend eight times. <laughs> um, and Nora O'Donnell, good for her. She said, look, you don't support Medicare for all. You're a co-signer of the green new deal. None of these things he That's supports. Right. And for John, for them to have, she is not prepped enough to have an yeah. answer to that. How in the heck would she be the vice president mm. of the United States? Is she going to sit there across leaders of Iran, which they often send a VP across the world. I, I mean, and she, is she going to laugh and get mad if someone asks her a difficult, challenging oh. question about U.S. policy? No, no one is asking her that, but I'll just say that. Like, I mean, how is this person prepared to be VP? I, I Wow. You know, I thought that I was think very that she revealing. did damage I there. I agree. And then yes. even earlier on, there was video of her as she's about to talk. She even turns and says, now, where are we? And they say, Cleveland, hi oh, there, Cleveland. My. Welcome, everybody. I mean, come on. You're not the Rolling yeah. Stones on, like, the 80th tour date, for crying out loud. Like, are we in Pittsburgh or Detroit? So, all right. 
I don't yeah, get it. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I, she's barely been out there. They send her out there. She can't remember what city she's in. Folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry, Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. And It's My Health. At 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're, we're speaking with Donna Perry, columnist, writer for the Sun Chronicle. Before we move on, DJ, just mentioned that I did not see that uh, Peggy Noonan column. I want to go back and read that. It was about Kamala Harris. Okay. Yeah, and and it was about a week back, and I thought it was 
it was one of the only ones I've seen where she really said she doesn't come across as a serious yep. person. And she, you know, good yeah. for Peggy. I mean, she just, she said, um, you know, we, we don't just anoint right. people. Like she's a historic figure. Well, you have to prove that you can walk the walk. And um, Peggy Noonan just said, look, I'm, she's coming up short. Uh, it is mystifying to me how really empty and how uh, just invisible they yeah, have been. Shallow. And, and Now, touch on yeah. that Frank Lutz. Frank Lutz, who I think is terrific, big GOP pollster. Um, first, you know, see him a lot. Obviously, his focus groups are must-watch after a debate. But talk a little bit about some of his comments. So he has made uh, one of the only ones to really say this. And he has said that when you look at 2016 polling and, and everyone was surprised and Trump pulled it out. And he has said that if this year's polling, which just continues to stack Biden at 10 percent general election, of course, that's really tightening as we're talking today. Um, he, he just said the pollster consultant industry the way they've operated could be finished after this cycle. Uh, he said, look, if, if, if we have this so wrong um, by what happens November 3, and I, I think um, a lot of it does have to get reshuffled, J.D. When you think about when they say likely voters, who is this? And I want to make a point about, about Trump support. And, and that goes right to what Luntz was saying. There was a lot of evidence um, that in 2016, there were many new voters uh, who said, I had not voted. These, these were Trump supporters. At the last minute, they were electrified by him. And there's no other word yeah. to use it, J.D. He, has a, he electrifies yeah. people. And they said, you know, this is a working class guy. And that he would say, I had not voted in my adult life in 35 years. Wow. And I think that's... I think it's it's kind of poignant. I think it's it's notable. And th there were a lot of those people who said, you know, I've worked in construction. I've worked in uh, restaurants. I've this and that. I hadn't voted. J.D., those are people who have given That's up right. on the system. They Trump electrified yes. them and they got back in the system. And so my point is those kind of voters, if you understand polling a little bit, they're not reached Good by point. pollsters. See, because the pollsters go to what they call... The likely yes. voter is nor is someone who's probably been on the um, in the voter files, John, for several yep. election cycles. You know, that and is so I, I just think there's the hidden Trump voter. point. And there's so many people. And, and here's the thing. If you're seen in the New York Times or you're Chuck Schumer, you, you want to pretend these people don't exist. But let's remember just even in Rhode Island, 50 percent right. of the people don't vote. A lot of people shrug their shoulders. They're all crooks. I remember a, a politician I know saying to someone. This goes back to 16. Aren't you concerned saying about Trump that he lies? And he turned and said, listen, all of you guys lie. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, As right. someone that has spent a lot of time, obviously, around the Trump crowd and I posted the rallies, what is still yeah. they still don't get was and was best said in 2016, where one person said, for the first time in my life, I could finally say blank you to the government. And it felt great. The, the, it's this goes wow. beyond him when i yeah. at a trump rally or whether it's wherever so many of the people it is more of an attitude of that david cicilline and chuck schumer and mayor Lorza and Liz, they sheldon whitehouse those guys they couldn't do anything here's a guy from the outside 
Like they, they have, there are people that have such a low opinion of them, like the establishment, right? As Trump called the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. What they don't understand is this is more of an attitude towards the government and feeling that the government has failed them, the system has failed them. And at least one guy, you know, he's not perfect, but they gang up on him. And at least I'll, you know, I'll take him over any day over some of that crowd in Washington that go out for their fancy dinners and strut around. That is what people still don't understand about the Trump phenomenon. Right. That that is very well yeah. said. They don't they get don't. it, J.D. They, and uh, he is dynamic in front of a crowd because he has that ability. They call it. He is very accessible, yes. not only physically right. there, his yep. rhetoric, what he is saying is accessible to That's you. Right. You could be the average yep. Joe. He, he could be the guy that was at your August barbecue That's in your right. backyard. And he's talking about it that way. No one has come close to this in a very long time. What do you make of the Um, early voting, Donna Perry? So the thing about this, and that's another thing about where we're now seeing um, some trends that where people are predicting this red wave could come on election day. There's a lot of indication that many Republicans are wanted to still show up on election day. They may be skeptical of the mail ballot. So there's that going on. And I think you're going to see these polls keep tightening and tightening. Um, there's also some newest um, info might've even been in New York times is saying that early on the mail ballot requests is where, what they're kind of tracking, right? So when people get a ballot, there's nothing wrong that we all know that it's marked. You're a registered Dem, you're a registered Republican. Early on, those requests were running much higher for Democratic voters. In recent even days or weeks, the GOP ballot requests have caught up. I just saw something where, for instance, J.D., um, in some of the battleground states, now they're running neck and neck, like Republican ballot requests uh, and Democratic ballot requests. So, you know, these things are now getting caught up, and I think... Um, it's just indicative of what, you know, Biden, if you look at the general trajectory, where are we today? One week out, Biden's lead, if you, is actually dropping because that is just statistically when the other guy is trajectory going up. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They're within one point, one point in what I have seen, J.D., in uh, the, the really important states and in Pennsylvania, which seems to be the only state Biden treks over, they could drive him over. They're within four mm. points. Uh, they've making so much of that, J.D., between his Biden's fracking comments, his weak stuff. Trump is like living in there, but he's all over the country. I'm just going to, I mean, I think um, he, he, there's no way that Pennsylvania is going to mm. go to Biden, I think, in the end. I don't I see that. Right. Um, you know, but the, the, when you look at the trajectory, Trump is peaking exactly when you would You're want right. to be doing yep. that. And um, he's dragging there. So, Biden is now suddenly they're seeing something because they're going to they're dragging him out of the basement. He's going to be busier <laughs> now over the next several days. Biden is. But the final so, right, week, but he, it, it's he striking said the other day me, on the trail. JD. I haven't put in a 12 hour day yet. I mean, I don't know what that is all about and why <laughs> she has to oh, sit gosh. next to him. And tell him that he's not running against yeah. George W. Bush. He's running against Donald Trump. Is, I mean, that is really an eye opener. But 
We'll yes, see how that plays. That was very revealing. Jennifer, how can uh, people read your great work in the Sun Chronicle? And when we speak to you again, it's going to be election day. I don't know. So it's, it's the sun And then they post it and I post everything on my Donna Perry Facebook page. And I tweet out all my work at Donna Perry MA one. Uh, and so it's out there. So I, I can't believe it, JD. <laughs> Here we go. The final stretch. One week. Uh, DJ, great job as always. Uh, stay safe. And we'll talk to you again. Great to talk to you. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly? Or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor senior citizens discounts are available and saturday appointments are available come on call ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 mega logistics they're there to help you give them a call today 401-431-2300 mega mega logistics if you have freight you need freight goods Third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.